Hello. Hey. Hey. You ready? I am. I'm ready too. Let's do it. Uh, welcome everyone to another Thursday show here over on the stereo app. I uh, I am Rob Fishbeck, and with me as always. Hey, I'm Lego. All right. Well, let's do it. Um, yeah, so message us in uh, your thoughts, questions, comments, and concerns. I promise you we will get to all of them. Uh, I believe Lego is on her second cup of coffee. Rob just finished his first, uh, slowly waking it up waking it up today. But we will get there, and we've got a lot to talk about and break down for you, so we're just going to hop right into things. Do you want to let everybody know what today's subject is? Oh, yeah. Today we're going to talk about what TV show schools you'd like to go to. Although I'm going to be really honest, some of my picks are real weird. (laughs) So this is basically just just any school in a TV show. Um, I tried to pick schools. Well, I tried to pick shows that the school was a really important aspect of the show. Okay. All right. Do you want to start it off, Rob? Um, I suppose so. Since you uh, since you turned it over to me, I I'll say this before we before we get really get started. I uh, looked on Google last night because we've been talking about this for a few days, and you know, just been doing other things. But I'm like, I really need to like lock some shit down because there's only like three schools that I can think of that I would want to go to. And so I got I got a pretty decent list here, but right off the gate, I'm going to start with Springfield Elementary from The Simpsons. Now, I say I I say this because it seems like a pretty easygoing school. You know what I mean? Like if I if I were to go back, I feel like I would do I would be in the honors, the honors program at that school. You know what I'm saying? Like the bar isn't set that high. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a big fish in a small pond kind of thing. That makes sense. Exactly, exactly. That and because I grew up watching The Simpsons and they spent so much time at the school, it just, to me, it's like, I would go there. I feel like I would fit in pretty well. I'd probably run the place after a few short weeks. I'd probably be in charge, you know? So... <laughs> I'm assuming this this fits the criteria, but that's uh, oh, that's, that's where I would start. I'm going to play. We got two messages already, so I'm going to get these out of the way real quick, and then um, we can add to that or move on to something else. Yo, mine, I think, has to be The Victorious from Nickelodeon. The what? Victorious. So that's going to be a school where, uh, for arts, they did a lot of like musical theater and stuff. It's a Nickelodeon show. Okay. Is that, is a lot that of, uh, a little like more acting show like stuff? So it's like a lot of uh, drama classes. It's kind of like Glee, but more Nickelodeon. Oh, oh, I can't stand Glee. Not a Glee. Glee's show. on my list. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I don't doubt that for a second. I mean, you know, but that's what makes the yin yang work. Um, is that more of a Gen Z show? Because like I don't remember watching. That's a more of a newer oh, show than I'm. I I feel like it's just younger millennials, older Gen Z. I feel like I just I just missed it. Maybe. Okay, 
Okay. So the show's probably from like 10 years ago. Um, yeah, it's 2010 to 2013, yeah. 2010 to 2013. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. Um, I would be down for that. Definitely any art type of school would that would be that would make sense for for, for either of us. Yeah, so. definitely. What's up? What's up, y'all? This cold team Chicago's finest. What's up to both of you guys? It's cold outside in Chicago, but it's warm in here. Y'all gonna laugh. I am an educator by profession. I'm actually a dean, but I would would have loved to go and sit in the classroom with Mr. Finney on the TV show Boy Meets World. Yeah. I know Topanga and all them was in there, but he was an awesome teacher for a television show, man. I really like appreciate what he was, how he broke things down. I'm a little bit older, so I grew up watching him on uh, other shows, but Mr. Finney's school, and then I know you said TV shows, but a movie I would love, as far as school I would love to go to was if you've seen the movie Sees All That, that high school seemed like it was pretty cool. So, but TV shows, of course, I think it's Boys Meet World and Mr. Finney's Classroom. I mean, Mr. Finney was the best hands down right and i i have a feeling one of us is going to cover boy meets world on our list so oh yeah definitely um, by the way no go ahead i was i'll I'll talk about glee first but did you want to say something before i did yeah i i am also in the chicago area and it is fucking cold here and no joke, at, I don't know, around midnight, I went into the garage to get a bottle of water, looked outside, driveway was clear. I went out about 2 o'clock in the morning, 2.30 in the morning to get a snack, and there was about an inch of snow on the ground. And I'm like, you dirty dogs, you just snowing all <laughs> over the place with no, no, uh, it's just, oh, we've, we're up to like, we're at literally like over a foot and a half, and it's just not melted. But oh this gosh. show is not about that. I'm really hoping next week it warms up because it is just and prayers for everybody in Texas right now. It is a, it is a shit show down there. Oh yeah, it's so all right. Yeah, let's get through these messages and we'll move on to Glee. And I'm sorry I didn't say hi to both of you. What's up, guys? Hi. What's up, Angel Q? Uh, must this is my last question? I forgot about fast fast times at Richmond High, which seemed like that would have been an awesome school to go to. I'm telling my, oh my age gosh. here, but I think uh, I see you have movies. So I would say Fast Times at Richmond High. Absolutely. Absolutely. Out of an All right, school. Glee. What's that? Okay, yes. So let's, Glee, let's William McKinley High School. Honestly, most of the reason why I picked this one is because, dude, the principal, Principal Figgins, I would have had a damn field day driving that principal crazy just for the fun of it there's an episode where he thinks this one student who has more of a, a goth style is an actual vampire because he thinks vampires are real i, I would have so much fun at that school <laughs> if that's what their principal was like that just seems interesting and plus i don't think i'm the type of person who would get slushied but i would have fun just standing back and watching like the the glee type students and the um, athletic type students just go to war with each other, just, you know, in the cafeteria with my popcorn, just just watching the show unfold. That seems very entertaining to me. See, I'm going to be completely honest with you. 
I've never watched an episode of Glee. I'm I'm aware of what the show is. So you're talking about slushies and stuff. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, all I know is that they sang a lot and uh, definitely used auto tune because the, from the music that I've heard is very very ear jarring for somebody like me. <laughs> but that's, I, that's true. I'm it's, sure it's a passable show. I'm sure. I'm sure it's uh, I'm sure it's a cool school cool school that's a new term because oh, once wow. again it's it's all about the arts and all about uh you know singing and stuff so i could definitely see that being one that somebody would want to go to yeah yeah all right um <laughs> well i'll i'll take i'll take the next one uh tree hill high from one tree hill which is if you know some people like Victoria. Some people like Glee. Rob, big fan of One Tree Hill when I was growing up, especially in high school. Uh, it pro- it would probably be like out, honestly, like out of all of these, it would probably be, probably be the one that I would want to go to the most, purely for the fact that uh, I really liked the show and I liked all the characters. So I would probably fit in with them, right? Basketball is a huge thing. I love basketball. So, that you know, it's kind of like the whole premise of the program. So for me, that would be where I'd want to go. You know, Whitey, the basketball coach, he was awesome. You know, I don't know. Are you a One Tree Hill fan? Did you ever watch that show? So that's one I've never seen a single episode of that show, but I will take your word for it. It's so good. It's so good. It's like, so I, I've seen the movie Friday Night Lights. I've never watched the TV series, but from what I heard, uh, the Friday Night Light TV series, it's a little similar to One Tree Hill with like the sports aspect where it's kind of like a big focal point of the program. So. Yes. Um, I think I watched maybe three episodes of Friday Night Lights. What did you but, think? Uh, so I'm not really good? familiar with either. Oh. Interesting. All right. What uh, What do you got next? Well, uh, Coach M earlier mentioned Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So kind of a similar beat, but for a TV show, Sex Education. Uh, Moordale High School. Just seems like it would be a very interesting school to attend. These kids are so, so sexually repressed and horny. <laughs> um, do tell. That, do, do tell and explain. I mean, it's yeah, it's basically like, it's sort of like Fast Times. Um, this show is kind of, I would say it's like a British version of Degrassi. If, if you're familiar with that show. Okay. Yeah. And uh, basically there's uh, this, it focuses on this one student who uh, gives um, sex therapy to like all these other students who pay for it. And they have a really awful principal um, headmaster Groff, who is like the school's bullies um, father. So it's all very awkward. And there's this big scandal where this one student um, gets almost gets expelled for selling drugs, but she has like the highest GPA 
And she's basically been keeping the vast majority of students in half of her classes from failing. So they end up not being able to uh, expel her. And I would be her. I would be that little nerd who's getting money to do everyone's homework. If that's that kind of school, I would be making bank at that school. That seems like the perfect school to go to. Just just chilling with some lazy teenagers. It's everything I want. <laughs> when I was a student myself. That's a, that's a pretty big aspiration to have is just to be that person that does everybody's homework i mean i'm sure you get paid for it though right yeah that's that's the thing like i'd be making bank because she got quite a lot of money for that 100 percent. so i'll i'll add to this you know what's interesting is we had you know talked a little peek behind the curtain we've kind of been plotting out our next few shows and we decided to do this one this week and you know it's what's so interesting is like while i was doing kind of prep work and research and stuff for this whole for this program it's like, you don't really think about it, but th- m- I mean, you know, now Mad Men, uh, I wouldn't specifically say like there's scenes where their kid, the Draper's kids are going to school and stuff, but that's not like a focal point of the program. But like, I, I bring that up because so many shows have schools in them. It's just, you know, some shows like Glee, for example, like you had mentioned, I, I've never seen the show, but I know enough about it to know that it takes place at a school. It takes place at a high school or like One Tree Hill, where it's, you know, half of the show takes place at the school. But then there's a lot of other programs that schools are featured, but you don't really think about it. And yeah. while I was compiling this list and kind of doing all the research and stuff, I'm going, man, there's so many programs that, you know, and there's so many schools and yada, yada, yada. And like, for me, one of the ones, and I'm, I don't know the name of it, but like literally off the cuff right here, right now, I would want to go to the school from the leftovers because I just like to live in that world, I think would be very interesting. Have you ever seen the leftovers before? Nope. (laughs) Now, so I, I mean, the, the the gist of it is, uh, I think it's like three percent of the world's population vanishes, and so they they deal with all the aftermath and stuff. And for me, like as much fun as it would be to be at an art school, right, like in Glee or something, I think it would be even that much more interesting to be a fly on the wall and like a student at a place in a world like the Leftovers to learn you know, like that whole thing. So I say all that to say this, is it the school that it's like partially like the school that you would actually want to attend purely for the fact of like your common interests, your personality. Right. But then at the same time, it's like, what world would you want to live in too? You know, like for me, like to live in a world like the leftovers, I think would be very interesting, dark and depressing for sure. You know, not as upbeat as glee. But it's something to think about. Now, I'm really thinking about it now. So, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got another message to play. My high school play. was the high school that was filmed during Buffy the Vampire Slayer and also so 90210. Um, yeah. I remember my high school... Uh, 
seeing the stars and seeing the camera guys was just that was amazing um just the area that we were had a lot of old houses so movies would come to the town that I was at rather than paying a shit ton of money and going up to Beverly Hills yeah Buffy the Vampire Slayer and 90210 were both filmed at Torrance High School and that's in California yeah Torrance California okay yeah see I don't I didn't know anything about that that's really cool that's so yep, that's so wild Mm-hmm. What's, I actually yeah. have I have Buffy on my list. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it. Okay. So Buffy takes place at Sunnydale, and the school is over the Hellmouth, which is this like convergence of evil. Man, like out of the three principals at Sunnydale, two of them, Flutie and Snyder, were eaten, which is hilarious. They have some evil teachers like Miss French, who turned out to be a she-mantis and tried to eat poor Xander. Um, It's not as dangerous as you think, despite all the vampires. Um, I think the graduating class of 1999 only had 30 students die, which was, you know, compared to their previous classes, the lowest mortality rate of any Sunnydale High School class. I just think it would be so fun to go to school there. Like, the library? Think of that library. They have everything. You could be a professional demonologist just walking into that library. And I feel like if Willow can get to be a witch, I could get to be a witch. That seems easy. All she had to do was read. I'm already there. That just seems like such a fun place to go. And it's always, it's sunny. The weather's perfect. Yes, there might be a bit of a nocturnal problem, but it's relatively avoidable if you just, you know, wear a cross. Win-win. I have so many follow-up questions. So, as somebody who's never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you're talking about... insane. (laughs) Well, you know, that's one of the best parts about these shows is every week we both find out our gaps and what we've not seen. And uh, you're currently winning by far because every week there are multiple movies and television shows where I'm like, you know, that is as big of a hit that was. I never saw it. So with Buffy <laughs> the Vampire Slayer, you said that there were only 30 deaths from the graduating uh-huh. class of 1999 do tell do tell i i don't how do these people what happens to all these people so it's buffy the vampire slayer okay well so i would assume the vast majority of those students were killed during graduation day graduation okay. day rob the graduation day of 1999 class for sunnydale high was a very epic day there was a battle there was a giant demon. There were vampires. Night turned to day. It was raining. Giant Twinkies. Cats and dogs were befriending each other. I hope you got that reference. It was crazy. Uh, but, you know, luckily the vast majority of students did survive. But throughout the first three seasons of Buffy, it takes place during high school. And, um, you know, there's a lot of vampires in Sunnydale. Just like uh, what is it? San Clar- Santa Carla? You know, they got a vampire yeah. problem. 
So, you know, just through the years, a lot of students get killed off. There was also a werewolf at one point. Um, there were some other demons, you know, kids get kids getting killed. But yeah, I do think the vast majority of those students probably perished on graduation day. But see, Buffy and the Scooby gang did their best to make sure that not too many people died. And you know what? That was not an easy task. There were a lot of patrols, a lot of late nights, a lot of visits to the morgue, a lot of trips to the cemetery, you know, precaution. That's so wild. (laughs) So that's wow. You know, I, should I go back and watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer now? Is that? I mean, honestly, me, uh... I Buffy's top five show for me personally. I don't know if you would like it, um, but I, I could talk for days on Buffy. Really, I I love Buffy. Yeah, interesting. All right, uh, yeah, definitely would. I, so now you've got my attention though, because that definitely sounds like a, you know, a school that I would want to go check out. I would want to like live in that world not for long but long enough to get a read and uh learn about these people a little bit so moving on i'm gonna go to walkertown elementary school it's elementary school but neither the less the magic school bus ladies and gentlemen the magic oh my god you're a genius (laughs) i well let's not you know let's not stroke my ego that much don't get in you know but um (laughs) i didn't uh, think about that well, I mean, that's, I mean, realistically, like at the end of the day, that's, that's the one, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's the fucking place is to go there because you're going to get on that bus and uh, travel. Did you watch, are you a Magic School bus fan? Um, I vaguely remember watching it as a kid, but I, I certainly know the premise. Yeah, I know the premise as well. I don't remember. I mean, like I haven't watched the show in 20 years probably, but I mean, and I'm not that old, but uh, what's the name of the teacher? Mrs. Uh, Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm looking this up right now. Did you know Lily Tomlin was the voice of Miss Frizzle? Oh, my God, I didn't. But that so makes sense. <laughs> That's so. Holy shit. Wow. Man, thank you, Wikipedia. I know this is like <laughs> crazy broadcasting right now, but. I was today years old when I learned that shit. Um, so what's interesting with that is that, once again, it's not so much the school, it's the premise of the show. So, you know, I don't know what their academic program's like, and I really don't care. I want to get on that fucking bus and go inside of a human body with Miss Frizzle and the rest of the gang. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of where I'm at with that is magic school bus probably probably my number one pick there's some other ones here on the list but that would probably be the one that i would want to go to the most cool i guess i'll go ahead and uh get into my next one um it's an old an 80s show called um head of the class I don't even know the name of the school, but uh, I okay, think it's I'm going to look it up right now. Head of the class. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it's they it takes place in New York or some, you know, suburban area. And basically the cl- the class is a, a group of 
uh, high achieving students. They're all just stuck in one classroom together and they have a teacher, Mr. Moore, and it's played by, I don't know anything else he's been in. Uh, he played uh, Captain Lassard in Police Academy 2. <laughs> okay. um, that, that's a deep cut maybe. But anyway, so basically um, he's this teacher who's trying to get these really uptight, nerdy students to kind of let loose and live life. He's very similar to, he's kind of the inverse Mr. Feeney where he's, he's, he's a bit of a hippie and he's trying to get these students to just live a little. And the school is very centered on academia, uh, but it's, it's a fairly typical high school and it just has a lot of teachers who really, really care. And there's a big emphasis on, you know, making sure students are learning what they're supposed to learn. This is like what's, in real life, what every school should be. Right. It's um, it's a little bit of an inverse. Do you know the show AP Bio with Glenn no, Howerton? No, I do not. And, um, okay, so it's, yeah, it's kind of the inverse of that, where, again, it's a group of kind of, you know, high-achieving students in a class. And in this case, Glenn Howerton, um, he is a teacher who, he had been, I think, a professor at Harvard and got kicked out. So now he's teaching high school and he's just a mess of human being and really horrible. And he's very similar to his character, Dennis, in um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, except it's the inverse here where the students are teaching him about like being a better person. But um, I mean, these schools both are kind of like, again, what schools should be. Like there's a focus on making certain like the students are like learning valuable lessons in life as well as you know learning the material and learning it in a way that will actually benefit them going forward so a little bit more realistic rather than like fun like show stuff but um right yeah this is just like that's just like a nice school and like that would have been cool if that were real life high school experiences what's great is that you have like the way you sell it to me is you know almost like as a hype person for the school, like what they have to offer, why, why you would want to go there. And I'm looking at it like, you know, if I could get in a time machine and go to one of these schools, like which one would I fuck around at the most? And that's, you know, and it's like, we, we're coming at it from very different perspectives, which is like what I love about this show is that they're very different ways of coming about things. But, you know, that sounds like a school that I would have wanted to go to. You know, like you're selling me on the idea and I'm over here like, take me to the magic school bus so I can do drugs and fucking get on a <laughs> but bus. But the magic school bus would be bus. so cool. Don't you want to shrink <laughs> and go inside one of your peers and like Rick and Morty style and like see what's up? <laughs> yes. So many people, so many questions, so many things that I would want to learn, you know, I mean, and they did They did a lot of cool shit on that show. So, but, for but no, real, I like do you think- of the class. Do you think Miss Frizzle was just like dosing those students with LSD? Did they ever really shrink down and go in a human body or were they just on an acid yeah, trip? Exactly. You know, you know, if we see, that's why I want like a companion series of the program where like, you know how like everybody's getting like arrested and canceled and stuff now for like things that they did in the past, which, you know, they should be because they're terrible people. I want to yeah. see a companion show, like a, like a sequel series where Miss Frizzle is arrested and tried and all of these kids are adults now and they all are having acid flashbacks. And then we do learn that they never went on any adventure. She was just micro dosing them 
through their milk for years and it's really affected their adult life. It could be a really good drama show. I don't know if it would be as funny, but off the top of my head, I'm pitching it right now and I'm selling myself on this idea. I'd watch that shit. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> I know, right? All right, we got some messages to play. Harry Potter. I thought about Hogwarts. I mean, obviously it's not a TV show, which was kind of what we were focusing more on, but like sure. I, so did you ever have like any kind of incidents at school that your school had to send home a letter to, you know, all the parents, whether it be like there was a school intruder or like a, a bomb threat or like a, a weather incident or maybe um, like, a, I don't know, a student did something really horrible or like a teacher was arrested or something like that? No. What kind of schools did you go to growing up? I went to a lot of really bad schools, but like, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Um, uh, but yeah, so like when something like that happens, the, the school board sends home letters to all the parents to inform them like what's going on. So I was thinking like for like wizarding parents, but especially like muggle parents, could you imagine getting the letters home every year or even semester from Hogwarts? Like, hey, there's a giant snake loose. Um, it petrified a few students. You know, your child's probably maybe safe, maybe not. We might be closing the school down, but who knows? You know, just uh, just keeping you up to date. <laughs> or like, there's a wild, you know, maniac who's escaped from prison, and he's probably trying to kill a couple students. Your student's probably fine. Probably? Maybe. Is he Gryffindor? Maybe not. You know something to look out for we also hired prison guards to look after the school that like suck out all the happiness from your child's being that'll be that'll you're good with that right right <laughs> safety i just yeah, i can't so, imagine <laughs> what that'd be like i can't imagine that either but i also can't so you know off the top of my head now i i was pretty good i, I have a really good memory you know, we got notes sent home all the time about like upcoming events and like market day and field trips and permission yeah. slips to watch R-rated movies. But I don't think any like I know teachers that got in trouble after I got out of school for different things. But no, I mean, nothing like mm -hmm. felony related um, that I know of, at least. But off the top of my head, I don't. I don't think we ever had any situations. We oh, didn't have yeah, I guess I had a lot. <laughs> well, no, you know, but I also grew up in a pretty small, quiet town. So that just wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Like my high school graduating class had like 900 kids, but it wasn't, uh, I don't know. We never really had any of that, I guess. But it's interesting to hear stories from other people. So, hmm. yeah. Zoe 101, what do you think? It's not something I ever watched. Sorry, man. Unfortunately, that was, you know, we're, we're roughly the same age. So yeah. I don't know about you, but like once I got to like 2004-ish era, like I was done watching. I, like my sisters all watched those uh, channels still because they were like of the age, right? The target demographic. But yeah. for me, by the time I was like, like, I remember when Hannah Montana and Sweet Life of Zach and Cody came out and like Zoe 101, that was when 
I was done watching those channels, but like my sisters were watching them still. Like I'd moved on to other things. And unfortunately, anything, any of the shows that have come out on those networks since then, like I've heard of most of them, but I've never seen any of them. Yeah, I didn't really, didn't really watch that stuff too much at that point either. I think the only thing I really watched like that would, I still watched Degrassi when I was that age, but that's about it. Is that the one, is that, does that, is that one from Canada? Yes. And it is amazing. That's what I thought. And I have lots of feelings about it. (laughs) There's also a Degrassi, the next generation, correct? Yes, there's Degrassi Junior High. That one started back in like the 80s. Um, Then there's Degrassi Next Generation, which had some of the people from the 80s coming back as parents. Then there's um, Degrassi Next Class, and that's been the last one that aired. So it's been on almost nonstop for like 30 years, I think. Wow. But the original Degrassi was like in the 90s? 80s or 90s. I think maybe 80s. 80s or 90s. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Recess. I never watched that one either, man. Sorry. Recess the cartoon? Yeah, I mean, why? You know, they were on the playground more than they were doing anything. But I mean, it's like, if we're going to go down that rabbit hole, it's like, you know, there's so many. You know, Doug, is Doug on your list? No, I don't really remember Doug that much. Say, I mean, like, I, I just remember, remember like, that and- song he sang. <laughs> Like the the no, no, no. Oh, there's what there's yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. in the big band and they're banging on the yeah. trash can. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Well see, and that's I mean that's the thing is like you go down that rabbit hole and it's like I mean I remember Doug, but you know, how interesting was the school? Granted, did it take place at school a lot? It did. Recess is called recess, which is happens at a school, but it's just it, it's not one that grabs me like the magic school bus does, right? Yeah. Harry Potter. Right. Did you have any feelings about Harry Potter? Seriousness. I'm from the UK. We didn't really have bomb threats at school. Did you really have that in America? Well, Well, most schools don't. I think mine was an outlier. (laughs) Little, little insight. Um, you know, most people in America, there's a lot of things that we just you know look at normal ways of life here that seem to be absolutely insane like you know having a wannabe dictator as somebody who used to be the president but um you know bomb threats for me were not a thing i remember one time though they were doing construction down the road from my high school and they hit a gas line and we had to evacuate for that we all went home for the day um nothing blew up but it was you know it's just like one of those dangerous kind of things yeah. So that was cool, but I don't remember any bomb threats. Do you I mean, I think what I'm kind an, of stories? Out, yeah. I think I'm an outlier and I'm like really perpetuating some negative stereotypes. It's <laughs> okay. Like, Perpetuate yeah, away. Definitely we had a, a lot of bomb threats. Uh it became a thing because we they learned the students that uh if you make a bomb threat, they have to evacuate the school. And so you basically get out of school early. But they did it so much that we ended up having to make up extra days at the end of the year. Oh, wow. Um, oh, so people yeah, did it there was, joke. There was 22 bomb threats. And we, like, they had wow. to have, like, a bomb-sniffing dogs at the school around the clock. It was a whole thing. Um, so that was fine. But, I mean, I've also had, like, a – when I was in school, there had also been a, a school intruder incident. Um, there had been a fire at one school I went to. 
um, do you think, uh, we, this isn't the school I went to, but it was the same, um, same district. One of the, there were a couple teachers got arrested for selling drugs to students. And there was a big thing about that. Yeah. We, we need definitely to write a movie about this. That's definitely perpetuating negative stereotypes about schools in America. So sorry. America isn't that bad. I swear. We, uh, I want to write a movie about the high school that you went to because that sounds really well, that interesting. All Those were different schools. Different schools. Oh, okay. So yeah. all different schools. Interesting. But, and you asked me if I had any thoughts on Harry Potter. Once again, yeah. I'm going to say this out loud. So Rob 100% oh, no. qualified to talk film and television. I, I've oh, no. seen, I've studied it my whole life. I know a lot about it, right? Rob, so don't many- tell me. Thousands of movies, buddy. Thousands of movies I've seen. Thousands and thousands of hours don't, of television I've watched my whole life. This. But I, I've only seen the Sorcerer's Stone, and oh. was like, I don't like. Remember, you know my thing. I don't like movies about kids. I don't care. Even as a child, I was like, I, okay, I don't care That's for fair. this. That's I'd rather, fair. I'd rather, you know. I remember when the Sorcerer's Stone came out. I, you know, two thousand and one. Is that correct? So I'd have been in fourth grade and fourth grade, well, fifth grade, the tail end of uh, 2001. But um, I watched it and was like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to go watch The Birds or Casablanca. So that was, you know, my thing. But I really, especially now that I'm getting into this film trivia stuff, I really need to sit down and at least watch all of the Wizard Boy movies one time all the way through. The Wizard Boy but movies? Right. The Wizard Boy movies. The Wizard Boy movies. <laughs> Have you seen The Wizard? A 1989 film with uh, Bo Bridges, uh, Fred no. Savage, Christian Slater. It's like a 90-minute no. Nintendo commercial, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> I've I've seen the Wiz with uh with Diana Ross. Yeah, but you know, but it has kids in it, so you'd probably hate it. <laughs> Never mind. Probably, probably. And I I know we've talked about this before. I just you know, Stand by Me. I know it's a great movie. It's just not for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, understand. <laughs> one of the schools I would most likely want to go to is a uh, one that gets shot up often. <laughs> Nope. Nope, not not at all. One Tree Hill. Yeah, we already talked about that. That was uh it's my sister trolling our show. Yeah. Um yeah, One Tree Hill. It's it's it was it's Hey one. you fucking belly nussy gut Nope. Uh, interesting. That actually sounds really rough. Like the most we ever had was like a bunch of other kids from another school ran into my school. And that was about it. And that was like the highlight of the year. So that sounds pretty rough, to be honest. Oh, one school, I was at the junior high at the time, but the high school had a riot and they had to close the school down for three days. Why did they have a riot? I don't know. I mean, this this was in um, Inglewood in LA. Um, okay. So I'm assuming some issues. Interesting. For people familiar with the area. Yes, I don't. How have you never watched all the Harry Potter films other than one? Like, <laughs> that's crazy. I think uh, your um, your your film critic cards get revoked, Rob. 
<laughs> oh no! Don't take it away! Don't take my film card! I don't even get screeners yet. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> I know it's uh. Oh, listen, I'm gonna speak very frank right now. I vividly remember how popular I, it all hit at the same time. Pokemon and Harry Potter, huge, like yeah, huge. 1999 going into 2000, those were the two biggest, you know, fucking things on the planet. Yeah. At that point in my life, I was really into dinosaurs. I was like studying dinosaurs. I was oh my really gosh, into same. Indiana Jones and, and James Bond. Okay. Not um, same. Because <laughs> as a nine-year-old, I didn't really understand the the kind of rapey aspect that Sean Connery gave off in those in those performances. Nothing against Sean Connery. He was amazing. It's the <laughs> it's the scripts. No, not a big Connery fan, huh? He might have been a bit of a abuser in real life, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, really? And he's had some interesting <laughs> comments and in interviews. Interesting. Um, yeah, I just you know he played he played Indiana Jones's dad and James Bond, so he's uh, you true. know. But if he's a bad and, person, hey, we'll... he played. Um, oh my gosh, what is his name? Juan Ramirez Sanchez Villalobos. I said that in the wrong order. Highlander. Yes, never seen that movie either. Oh, okay. I I know. Definitely I, rejecting I think, your. I, I think we talked God. about this movie the other night, and it's like, uh, oh my God, there's so many movies I need to watch. So that's the uh, only one I would. I, I'm actually gonna recommend that in Princess Bread. All the other things are like you know, if you want to watch. Well, it, we yeah, got. But. We have to watch the Matrix for the fans because there's so many people <laughs> that are just like, "How have you not seen the Matrix?" And it's like, I I just I've not seen the Matrix. So, I think 2021 Rob's gonna Rob's gonna really make it so that you know I've I've got credentials to have that film critics card. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this fictitious film critics card that I have in my hand. Um. So the Wizard Boy movies, The Matrix, The Princess Bride, Highlander. There's a whole Highlander series, isn't there? Oh, yeah. There's the Highlander series. I actually really love it. I've been re-watching it in quarantine. Um, then in terms of the films, there's The Quickening, which everyone hates and would recommend not watching. The Source, um, which is like just a side story. Endgame, which combines... So the, the film series is mainly about Connor McCloud, um, who's, okay. um, I've totally blanked on his name. Um, Christophe uh, Lambert. Christophe Lambert. Um, yeah, and then I'm the television series is about his ancestor, Duncan McCloud. And then the fifth film combines the film franchise with the TV franchise. And then from there, it diverges and takes... Uh, it is more about Duncan McCall. Kind of like the Star Trek movies where we start off watching TOS and then after we get to like the ninth film, then um, they kind of merge it with TNG and then from there, they're all about TNG. Uh-huh. Did that make any sense to you? You don't like Star Trek, do you? Well, see, once again, we're going to go, we're going to go, oh man, Ralph's going to get his film card revoked. So here's the deal. <laughs> I think I've talked about, I think we've talked about this, but I don't know if I've talked about this publicly on this show. So I never watched Star Trek. I just never something I got into 
And I mean, like, I know who Spock is. I know how to do the, the live long and prosper thing. So uh, some of my family, some of my family members went on vacation like a year and a half ago. So I went house sat for a week. And my sister, one of my sisters had the new trilogy on DVD. And I was Ooh, like, all right. That, 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 that's a, there's a lot of contention there with that. that that's like, down. you might as well be, t- to, a, to a Star Trek fan, you might as well be talking like the, the Last Jedi. I like The Last and, Jedi. And Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I didn't it. like Rise of Skywalker. I like The Last Jedi, though. I didn't like it when it came out, but in retrospect, it's the best one out of the newer trilogy. Anyways, as I digress, I sat down and watched two and a half of them. I got halfway through the third one and was like, all right, I've, I I I get where they're going. I don't need to watch see, it anymore. See, if you haven't... See, the movies aren't anything like the show. <laughs> Any of the movies, even the Wrath of Khan that I heard is actually really a, like a standalone, like it's a solid film. It's been recommended oh, no, no, I meant, the, um, I'm sorry, I meant J.J. Uh, Abrams movies ones. are not anything like the show. Okay, okay. The movies they made with the original casts from, from the series are the sh- basically continuations of the show. Well, that's not true. They, they are a little weird. That's something. So most people would say, I'm going to get this backwards. Only... No, I got it right. Only watch the that only the odd. I'm sorry, the even numbered movies are good. The odd number movies aren't good. Okay. Um. So so most people like two, four, six. You know, etc. So that's right. gonna be Wrath of Khan. Um. The 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 search. I don't remember what it's called. Search for Spock. The, the one where they go look for the whales. Yeah. I, there's whales in Star Trek. Oh, Rob. <laughs> yes, there are whales in Star Trek. All right. Definitely. Definitely. All right, I'm, we I'm have gonna, gonna go. gone into a weird conversation. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's, do we, don't we always? I want to play some of yes, these messages we do. real quick. Yep. Talking about Pokemon. Man, I really regret throwing all my cards away. You know how much they go for these days? Incredible. Lego, I really hope my sister's not listening right now because she is so mad. Were you there for that conversation the other night? Uh, this is really uh, inside no. baseball right now. but So she is very, so for everybody listening, so I have three sisters and one of them, um, her son is obsessed with Pokemon and she has learned about the Pokemon craze from 20 years ago and like what those cards are worth and like all that kind of stuff. And she is legitimately pissed that I was not into Pokemon. And she's like, you know, you collect all this stuff. You can, you have all these old VHS tapes, and, but you don't have anything good. Like, why didn't you collect Pokemon cards? You could have bought a house. And it's like, I didn't like Pokemon, but you know, these Indiana Jones VHS tapes, uh, they're still not worth anything. She's two years younger than you. Yeah, she's a she's weird because that put her at about my age, but I definitely remember collecting those cards. Yeah, well, no, I mean, she was around for it, but once again, in, in our house, um, same same time frame, so you got Pokemon, right? Um, yeah. Harry Potter, Britney Spears was very she's like, she was more into like, she, you know, they were all, all my sisters were in like dance and stuff, all uh, were very musical people. You know what I mean? So Pokemon just I wasn't see. on the radar. Yeah. Critic card revoked. 
God That's right, it. Matt. Tell him. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. You know, and I, I go around telling people like, yeah, I'm very qualified to talk about film, which I am. But, you know, once again, you want to you talk about Citizen Kane for half an hour? I'm down all day. But Star Trek, never just, you know, haven't seen Order. Also, if you're going to talk about James Bond, I really do think Daniel Craig is the best James Bond. What's your opinions? Um, do I think as a, as an as an all around, you know, he's fit. He's actually he's actually the only actor that's ever played James Bond that could actually win a fight. You know what I mean? Like he's actually buff. Um, because back then actors didn't like go get in shape like that to be an action star. Yeah. That didn't really become a thing until like Schwarzenegger and Stallone in the eighties. Yeah. Um. So there's that aspect, but. And he's probably, you know, he's a, a legitimately, he's a good actor. And I think the scripts have been a little better than they used to be. They used to be a little hokey. But I will say this. Personally, my three favorite James Bond movies, really in no ranking order, are On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Live and Let Die, and License to Kill. And those are three different actors that portrayed James Bond. So those are my favorite films, but I, I would tend to agree with your your point that Daniel Craig's the best act. He's the best Bond in terms of acting ability. I would agree with that for sure. And Lego, we know you ha- you need to watch the James Bond movies. Uh, need is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> strong word indeed. <laughs> I've watched a lot of stuff, and I've never seen Star Trek either, so... <laughs> and I haven't seen the other thing that you said that you haven't seen. Um, I'm not sure what you said again. And I really have seen a lot of things, and I, and I haven't seen all these, like, Star Trek or Star Wars and these, like, things, I don't know. Exactly. I mean, you know, you should always watch what you like. Even if something's popular, if you don't have an interest in watching it, then, you know, don't waste your time with it. There are so many other things that are probably more worthwhile to you, which is why, like, I've, like, I've seen most of The Matrix. I've just never sat down and actually watched it because I have zero interest in it. And that kind of goes for the same with James Bond. It's hugely popular, but, like, it does nothing for me. I couldn't agree more. Um, You know... That being said, I do I want to I want to get my film critics card back. So I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch the movies. This year. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. We're going to play these messages and we're going to get back to TV shows. I agree that um, Daniel Craig is the best uh, James Bond. I mean, the other ones are. I don't really like that one. I only like Daniel Craig. Hi. Uh, my question is, uh, what's your favorite sitcom? Ooh. That's a good question. Um, probably for me, it would be It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, so does that count as a sitcom? Because like, when I hear sitcom, I go to something like I go to the three camera sitcom with the lamp. I right. go to 30 minute comedy. <laughs> okay, so 30 minute comedy. That's a tough one. Because like, all right. I mean, yeah, It's Always Sunny, Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, The Office. Arrested Development. Those are, I mean, but since you said it's always sunny, I'll go with Curb. I'll go with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. That'd be my favorite. 
Yes, Lego, yes. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> um, do you like Dama and Greg? Have you ever seen it? It's really good. I liked it. Never, never saw Darwin Greg. Um, I've watched a lot of sitcoms. Let's see. I, I did watch Darwin Greg. I liked it. It's like um, a hippie marries um, like a really strapped down guy who's got like a, you know, stick up his butt. And they have an interesting relationship. A lot of involvement with the in-laws and that kind of stuff. It's funny. I like it. Interesting. Yeah, no, never seen it. Um, ooh, we got another message. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Big Bang Theory? Your thoughts on the Big Bang Theory? I think the Big Bang Theory was a very popular show at the time where shows like that, the multi-camera sitcom with a laugh track, were on their final expiration dates. And to be completely honest, I think uh, that show and How I Met Your Mother 20 years from now, we'll look back and go, though that was the end of that era. Those were the two I really biggest. Liked how I met your mother. No, I understand. But they were, I mean, they're big hit shows, right? But they're yeah. like the last two big hit shows in that style. You know what I mean? Because we've slowly been moving away from that for about 15 years. And, you know, they were both hugely popular, wildly successful. You know, the Big Bang Theory's even got a spinoff show, right? Yeah. And I think 20, 30 years from now, we'll look back and go, those were kind of the, the final uh, hits with the multi-camera laugh track kind of style. You know what I mean? Because we've all, yeah. we've pretty much completely moved away from that. So for, are you familiar with the Big Bang Theory's like reputation? As a Amongst show? nerds. Yeah. I've never watched it. Is it is it is it not cool against nerds or is it not cool with the nerds? So a lot of people who who consider themselves to be more nerdy um, don't particularly like the show's representation um, um, of how their the main characters are portrayed as being very like socially inept and you know intelligent nerdy but like I don't know they just they don't really like it. Um, meanwhile, I'm over here um, female uh, nerd. And I, I thought it was funny. Uh, I liked it. I vibe with it. It's my favorite. No, not anywhere near it. But like, uh, I just, you know, it's funny. It's watchable for sure. Um, I really like the actors in it. And I think for me, that's, that's what's probably going to make or break whether or not I like a show. Right. I've seen a few episodes of it. I've seen a few episodes of that. And I've seen a few episodes of How I Met Your Mother. And once again, I understand it's... Let's go ahead. I was going to say, see now, How I Met Your Mother, I really enjoyed. And I actually did watch that from beginning to end. Um, yeah. And I put it up there with, like, New Girl. I really like them. They don't. Right. Did, that show does not have a laugh track, correct? I don't remember How I Met Your Mother having a laugh track at all. No, I'm talking about New Girl. New Girl? I don't remember that having yeah. a laugh track either. Okay. I don't. It, I might be wrong about how I met your mother on the laugh track, but it was shot similarly to most sitcoms from the you know seventies, eighties, and nineties. Um, whereas you know, once again, I a show like The Big Bang Theory. I think that's why it was wildly popular because similar to country music, like fifteen years ago, 
all of a sudden something that was a little more on the fringe of society became like mainstream. And I, you know, it's, it was true with country music. Like when Carrie Underwood came out and Taylor Swift, like all of a sudden everybody listened to country music. And all of a sudden after, you know, years of, you know, the, the classic uh, trope in movies where the nerds got bullied, the nerds became the coolest people on the planet because everybody likes star Wars and Marvel movies now. Right. And I think that show just capitalized on that fact and made it so broad. And I, you know, I use the term LCD a lot, lowest common denominator. Um, Yeah. And you know, that that's why I have, you know, kind of old man opinions a lot of the time, because to me, they just appeal to the lowest common denominator and we're appealing to all the people that are not nerds, but think that they are because they like they they watched the Star Wars movies two or three times or, yeah. you know, are not nerds, but they saw Captain America in the movie theater and they have a T-shirt that they bought from Target that's got the Captain America symbol on it. And they're like, oh, cool, I'm a nerd because it's like the trendy thing to do. So I think that's partially why they made those characters so, you know, as you say, intelligent, but like socially inept. So because they they're writing, they're writing from that from that old perspective. And it's like I think now finally people are starting to realize like, yeah, no, we're all just human beings like, you know, you like this and you like that. And just because you might be nerdy doesn't mean you can't be a fully functional human being in societal culture. You know what I mean? You think people are learning that now? (laughs) I hope. Well, I'm optimistic. Um, I'm not seeing how I met your mother, but um, Big Bang Theory then, I didn't really get into it in the beginning and then I just continued watching it. And then uh, by the end of it, then I really, really loved it. in the beginning, I wasn't so into it because I, oh, I needed to get into it, and then I really, really loved it at the end. So that's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, how much your mother had a laugh track? Um, new girl didn't have one. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, you know, once again, I mean, you know, looking back, shows like Arrested Development, it was just so far ahead of its time because what they were doing with with the thirty minute sitcom. You know, and then The Office came out two years later and really just blew the doors off of, Never you know, innovation. And what... Either of those, I'll take your okay. word for it. Yeah. And it just, it changed everything. They were game changers. Say what you will about the shows, but leave Target out of it. I love that store. I'm with you there, Matt. See, Matt, I am, you know, a uh, little peek behind the curtain. We both know Matt fairly well. And Matt, it did... You are the last person on planet Earth that I thought would be a big fan of Target. So I, I'm going to digress for a, for a brief moment here because that's what we do on this program. I, you know, I've been an avid Walmart shopper for a long time. Not because uh, I like Walmart. Hold on. Hold on. Hear me out. Not because I like Walmart, but because they closed all the other stores that you could go to to buy things. And, you know, Walmart came to town and they built three of them and you know, the rest was history. When I was growing up, there was like six music stores in 10 miles from any direction from my house. They're all closed now because Guitar Center came in, right? So it's the same thing with Walmart. 
they're they used to be open 24 7 prior to covid which was another thing that i really liked about walmart but their carts stink the wheels are always stuck right half the time they don't have what you're looking for it's 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 usually a mess in there right but i've never been a target fan my mom used to drag us kids there when i was growing up and you know, so maybe it's just those bad memories of what having my sisters pick out fucking t-shirts for 35 minutes in Target. That's why I didn't like it. But as an adult, I finally went, I went to Target two years ago for uh, Black Friday. And I walked in there and I pulled the cart out and it was like driving, it was like pushing a Cadillac. Those wheels turned. The cart was nice. It wasn't rickety. Okay. The store was clean. It smelled good. Everything was put where it needed to be. It was all neat. Now, yeah, you're going to pay a dollar or two more for your products there. But, you know, it is what it is. That being said, I, you know, no joke. Went to go get a plunger there one time and was like, I don't need to buy anything fancy. And they had two options. One was $20 and the other one was $30. And I'm like, fuck this shit. And I got in the car and I drove to Walmart and I bought a plunger for $4.99. So that's my rant on Target. What are your thoughts about Target? I love Target. I go there weekly, but I also have like the the card that you get like discounts with it. Um, I'm all about a discount. Uh, Wait, Target they have reward just... cards? It's like a credit card, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like, you know, like some places you can get a credit card there and then when you use it, you get a discount. So yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of those. But um, man, I cannot, I cannot stand a Walmart. I mean, both of them are evil companies, but like Walmart is significantly more evil. Uh, and then, <laughs> like every the the, you'd have to see the areas that I live in to know that walking into a Walmart is like a hazard. <laughs> oh, I got mugged in front of a Walmart. I just don't like Walmart. No, fuck Walmart. You got mugged? Well, almost. Like, I got grabbed. I won't get detailed. It was very terrifying. I kicked him. I ran away. I started crying. It was a whole deal. <laughs> do, you, um, do, you, do you carry Do you carry mace with you? No, of course not. Do you carry a knife I don't think you understand you. how much I cannot, I cannot stand inflicting pain on others. I kicked a man who was trying to mug me, and I cried because I felt bad for kicking him to defend myself. I, I would have... If I'd have been there, that guy wouldn't have had any teeth left after I was done with him. So oh, I'm just throwing that out there. We got it. Yeah. Well, once again, I'm, you know, I, I don't carry mace with me cause I have no reason to carry mace, but we need to get you some mace. Cause if that were to happen again, you got fucking, you know, long story short, unpopular opinion. Um, the office is really not that good. <laughs> um, rubbish in my, in my opinion, it's a really unpopular opinion. I mean, hmm. you know, teach their own. That's what's. So I'll I don't, say. I don't I think say, it's bad. It's just not my vibe. I say this every week on almost every program. That's what's awesome about art is there's so much of it. There's enough to go around for everybody. So, some people might like this, and some people might like that. What I have learned, though, true, true. however, is is that uh, anytime the Snyder Cut gets brought up or Star Wars. I, I see people lose their minds, literally oh lose God, their yeah. fucking minds. And it's like, yo, it's just a movie. Like, it's fun to have discourse about it, but it's it's a it's a movie. It's not, you know, <laughs> this is like people some dying. people's lives. It's insane. Yeah, well, that's, you know, and I think I did. They I like did on uh, the Big Bang Theory. Did they address any of that kind of stuff? Because see, like to me, 
if you want an accurate depiction of that culture, right? Addressing the new Star Wars trilogy in episodes of that show would probably be, you know, far more realistic than what I've seen of the program, where it was very generic, lowest common denominator humor about nerd culture. Um, I don't really remember. I mean, I watched I was watching this like 10 years ago. I didn't finish the series, so I don't really recall. But have you ever seen the movie Fanboys? No. Oh, it's, What's that it's about? pretty fun it's a bit older um okay and it's about these this it's take it came out in 2009 but it takes place i guess in 1999 and it's about these guys who are trying to go and see um uh phantom menace before it comes out so they're trying to break into um george lucas's oh, I've heard about skywalker movie. ranch yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, that skywalker that ranch. Yeah, there's this whole big thing about how um, Trekkies and Star Wars fans hate each other, and it's hilarious. I think that film kind of addresses that sort of how how some people are so consumed with fandom. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's one thing Rob's learned over the last year getting involved in some of these YouTube chats is how you know how loyal i mean it's it really is it's 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 very similar to religions you know people that yeah. are very religious which is fine right but it's uh you know religion has caused wars in this world over time and fandoms have started very toxic internet chats that i've i've noticed it's very it's very it's a very strange thing generally speaking you know you don't want to go you don't want to go anything in extreme anything in extreme is bad even even if it's extreme love for something because then you're turning it into this extreme toxicity and and vitriol that is just polluting not only the internet but like real life too it's it's intense 100 percent. fanboy is great i love the ending (laughs) yes oh my gosh yes don't spoil the ending because i'll watch it got a question um marvel or dc you have to choose either one i know it's really hard i cannot choose marvel see when people ask that question like are you talking just about movies because they're going movies 100 percent marvel but if we're going comic books i'd go dc but if we're going tv shows i'd go dc and if we're going cartoons i'd go marvel like i need i need to be i need more specifics (laughs) Well, and I'll I'll, add, I'll throw I'll throw a listen there too. So Batman is my favorite superhero of all time, right? Right. Comic book character, whatever you want to call. It. I fucking love Batman. I'm all about Batman. But you know, full disclosure, over this past week, I've rewatched Man of Steel, BVS, the Ultimate Cut, and Justice League because I'm prepping for all my research for the Snyder Cut when that drops. Because Lego, that's going to be a busy weekend on the internet. I'll tell you that much. Um, but I say all that to say this in retrospect, I like those movies a lot better than I did when they came out, because when they came out, I was looking for them to build Ugh. something like the MCU. But now that I go back and watch them as just standalone, like a standalone trilogy, almost it's actually really, it's a really, they're really good movies. They're, they're just, there's, it's a standalone trilogy. It's man of steel <laughs> that sets this, this up BBS. We, we meet Batman, Superman dies, spoiler alert. And then, you know, it picks up the pieces in the third act with Batman trying to figure out, okay, what do we do now? We've got to assemble this team. 
and then they eventually bring back Superman. I get it now. I get what Snyder was going for. So I'm really excited about the Snyder Cut. I know you have different thoughts on it. Very. But, <laughs> um, at the same time, like, I'm glad they're moving on because I think DC, I mean, like I said, this show is supposed to be about TV show schools, but DC <laughs> has these amazing godlike characters that they cannot seem to make A-plus movies out of. I don't get it. Like, Wonder Woman 84 was fine. The first Wonder Woman was pretty good. Birds of Prey was fine. I just, they just gotta get their, they just gotta get their act together. They need a Kevin Feige to step in over at Warner Brothers. I have yet to like any of these movies. (laughs) But I haven't seen Shazam or Aquaman yet. They were fine. They were fine. I don't know if I'd rewatch them. They're fine, though. All right. Let's get back on subject here. Okay. I know you probably have some other uh, high or schools that you'd like to talk about. Sorry. Um, so let's well, pick things back up. I mean, since we're talking about it, Smallville High. There you go. Yes. Who wouldn't want to go to school? Freaking Superman. I would love to go to school with Clark Kent. He keeps everybody safe. I mean, half of the students that go there, you know, kind of lose their mind and get powers and get infected with kryptonite, become, uh, what were they, uh, meteor freaks. Um, maybe that would happen to me. Maybe it wouldn't, but that'd be kind of cool if it did. I don't think I'd lose my mind into an evil like every single character that that happened to, but maybe it would. And wouldn't that just be an adventure? <laughs> And I wouldn't it just I be, think it would be just a great be adventure. So so interesting, and I would love to work on. Um, I can't remember the name of the newspaper. the The torch, torch with Chloe. That would just be so fun, and and again, be in a classroom with the Clark Kent. I mean, you wouldn't know he's the Clark Kent, but he is, and that would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. Going to school with Superman? I can dig it. I can dig it. Uh, I'm going to throw out another one. Lakewood Elementary School, which nobody's probably ever heard of, but did you watch Arthur growing up? Arthur the Artwork? No, I did not. Yeah, see, I would be, I was all about that life. So imagine, imagine little Rob, you know, first grade. I'd wake up at six o'clock in the morning, make myself some Eggo waffles. And sit down and I would watch Franklin, Franklin and Arthur. Those were my two favorite shows. So you like Eggo waffles? I mean, Lego, my Eggo. Yeah, that's, oh God. (laughs) Facts. Yes. All right. What else you got? All right. So I did, I had to, I had to, it's not a high school. I picked a college, Greendale from Community. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I would get killed off so fast in a paintball war, but I could hold my own in a pillow fort and I could hold my own in a blanket fort. And I want nothing more in life than to have the world record for largest blanket or pillow fort that's the goal that's the life that's the dream and greendale's gonna get me there and i feel like it's probably a very affordable institution and i wouldn't mind getting another degree yeah 
I I could see that. That that would actually be a really cool place to go. Uh yeah, I would totally I would totally go to that college. You have watched community, right? Yeah, I've seen the first okay. uh four seasons. How many seasons were there total? Seven? I don't think there was that many. Six um, or seven. I watched okay, so I watched remember the last season was like on Yahoo.com or something? Yeah, I didn't watch the last one either. Let's that one I didn't see, and the season before that I didn't see. But I saw all the other seasons. Season the, it it got better as it went along. It's still not one of my favorite There's shows. Six seasons, so I also didn't watch the last one. So I saw the first four seasons. Then yes, yeah. Interesting. All right, uh, I got one more, and then I'd like to hear all the ones that you've got. I just have um, one more too. All right, so for me, it would be it's called McKinley High, and that's the high school from Freaks and Geeks, which was a fine show, but it's right up Rob Fishback's alley because it takes place in the late 70s, right? That whole vibe. I feel like those would actually be the people I would hang out with would be the cast of that show. Like, we would be yeah, friends, um, you know, and smoke copious amounts of marijuana together and listen mm-hmm. to you know, Paul McCartney and Led Zeppelin. So, (laughs) you know, for me, the reason that I'm, this would be like my, like my number one would probably be the magic school bus for all of the reasons that I stated earlier. But at the end of the day, like real life, if I had to pick one of these schools to go to, it would be the one from freaks and geeks because I feel like, you know, that would fit the most for my personality. I had it as an honorable mention. I just haven't watched it, you know, since I was in high school, so I don't really remember it that well. The show is fine, but once again, it takes place in the 70s, you know, the whole vibe, you know. All right. So my number one pick is, uh, it has to be John Adams from Boy Meets World. I know. Mr. Feeney. I know. I know. William Daniels. Okay, so William Daniels, of course, starts off as Corey Sean Topanga and everyone's teacher. Then he becomes their principal, and he does eventually go off to college with them. Um, but Mr. Feeney, as principal, is also a teacher, and he hires great teachers in, like, Mr. Turner and Mr. Williams. He's always looking out for his students, whether it be Corey and Eric, who are his next-door neighbors, but also Sean Topanga. Um Oh, what is her name? Angela. But he also, he looks out for the bullies. Harley, Frankie, Joey. Every student gets paid attention to. Every student gets helped. He is concerned, but reserved. He cares, but he's not pushy. He has stern, but he's understanding. He is perfect. Period. He's the best teacher ever. And so wouldn't you want to attend his school with him? Yes, he moves on and he goes to other schools, but he leaves behind him a legacy of teachers who carry his torch. And we see that in the continuation of Boy Meets World, Girl Meets World, where Mr. Turner has become the um, the head of the school board. And it's also ensuring that teachers that are hired are carrying that torch as well. Yeah, man. Friggin' Boy Meets World's the best. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, full disclosure, I've never watched Girl Meets World. Um, uh, you, it's not necessary. 
but it was it's the original cast though, right? I'm looking it up on yes, Google right now. It is it the original like, cast. Looks like a lot of the original folks are there. Now, who played Mr. Turner? That's what I is it the was he the guy with the with the black curly hair? Yes. Okay, I'm trying to find him right now on this uh website. Let's type in Mr. Turner. T-U-R-N-E-R. This is great broadcasting. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. Okay, cool. That's what he looks like now? Interesting. He doesn't look... He looks pretty much the same. Basically the same, but he got a haircut. But I'd also like to give a shout-out. So in Boy Meets World, William Daniels, who plays Mr. Feeney, gets married to his real-life wife, Bonnie Bartlett. And just to throw this out there... Because I think it's really sweet. This year, um, William Daniels and Bonnie Bartlett have been married for 70 years. Are you kidding me? Nah. D- is he still alive? Yeah, he is. I'm looking him up right now on Google. This is... I Did you ever see the musical he was in, 1776? No. No. It's a good... So it's. I watched that in fifth grade music class. It's a solid musical. I will, I will say that. He I did is... watch... Go ahead. Oh, I did watch um, St. Elsewhere with him, and then obviously Knight Rider. He's the voice of Kit. Right. He is 93 years old. Yep. Wow. Wait, so Mr. Feeney got married on the show? Why do I not remember that? It was their college years. But yeah, he did. Oh, okay. See, I watched, so the show was on ABC originally, correct? Oh, I don't know. I watched it later. Me too. On Disney Channel. That's where I watched it. Same with Smart Guy. Did you ever watch Smart Guy? Never even heard of it. With uh, the Maori twins' younger brother. Yeah, never heard of his name. It's a good show. You should check it out. I'd want to be on Welcome Back, Carter. Because it seems like you can get away with anything there. Up your nose with the rubber hose. (laughs) I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Neither have I. All I know is that's what got that's what introduced this world to the fabulous man that is known as John Travolta. So, oh, okay, so that's really really similar to Head of the Class and AP Bio. Yeah, yeah. okay, I do know what that is. Uh huh. Yeah, Yeah, because that show we got John Travolta, and then he did Grease right after that. Or I take that back. Then he did Saturday Night Fever, and then he did Grease, which he did Saturday Night Fever before Grease. Yeah, 77 was Saturday Night Fever. Grease was 78. Uh, Bee Gees also did the intro song to that movie as well. Um, You know, at the end of the day, I don't... You know, five years ago, I would have said 100% without a doubt Saturday Night Fever over Grease. But now, I don't know. It's kind of a tie for me. Like, I still think Saturday Night Fever is the better movie. But Grease does have some catchy songs. I'm not going to lie. What are your thoughts on those films? I've not seen Saturday uh, Night Fever. <sighs> Do you like disco and music? I... No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lego. <laughs> I mean, I know the intro. It's a famous intro. Um, I've seen the, that, but I haven't the whole seen soundtrack. the rest of it. Um, the and then... Soundtrack. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about the actual opening scene. I mean, I do know the song. Yeah, I know yeah, the song, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I mean, yeah, I haven't seen anything beyond that. And then um, for Grease, I'm not a big musical fan. The musicals I like are generally like, you know, darker ones like um, Rocky Horror Picture Show and stuff like that. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the top 10 for me. 
top 10 favorite films it pushes it it pushes it that's interesting it's it's definitely top 15 i like musicals we could probably do a whole show just on musicals i like i couldn't carry my weight with that though what's that i could not carry my weight in that conversation but see that's the thing is like me too because i've seen a lot of musicals but the only ones that i've ever like rewatched because i really liked like i really like chicago I think it's a cool story and the music's good. Rocky Horror Picture Show, all fucking day. Um, any of the Disney movies, right? But past that, I don't really care for most musicals. Like South Pacific and Oklahoma. You know, I thought Les Mis was cool with Jackman and Hathaway, but I liked the movie more than I liked the music. I like the book. That's See, the musical. Uh, you're, I'll never... I, I don't know if I could... I don't know... I'm too old to get into like reading those books now. You're, um, wait, I'm sorry. You're saying you're too old to read Victor Hugo to get into because it's a long book, isn't it? Yeah, very. Yeah, that's what I heard. But Spotify is doing this thing now where they have all these books on on uh, on tape or you know digitally or whatever narrated by people. So I I've may never, or may not. What what's that? I was saying, I've never seen anyone show their age more than you just did right <laughs> books on tape. <laughs> Well, I, I don't read a lot. The last book I read was Springsteen's autobiography in 2016. And it t- I read it in like a week and a half because I was like, if I don't just read this thing all the way through, I'm never going to get through this whole book. So I read that and I read Tom Tom Petty's biography by uh, Warren, Warren Hayes. Warren Haynes. I'm looking at it right now. Hold on. It's uh, Warren Zanes. Warren Zanes, mind you, because uh, Rob can't pronounce words right. Uh those were the last two books that I read and they were in 2016. So 2016, 2017. Yikes. So yeah, not, not, not my thing, but audiobooks. I think I'm going to get into them. I've never listened to an audiobook before, so I'm going to give it a shot. I wish they could just get Morgan Freeman to do all of them, but you know, time. Goodness. Well, good luck. Do you agree that there should be more historical time travel romance all together like those three together in one tv show more of those because i think i've seen all of those um in the whole wide world and i'm like desperate to um, watch more but there aren't any more like no one's made made more of these things so (laughs) not separately all together in one thing historical time travel romance i mean you know, we're talking all things that are good separately, but together, I don't know. Like, I love steak, and I love, you know, like, Chinese food, and I love so to... fish, but I wouldn't put them all in a blender and eat them. You know what I mean? I'm trying what to think, what, what what would that be? Like, Kate and Leopold? I, I do, I, I'm down with Kate and Leopold. That was a good movie. That was a yeah. really good movie. I forgot about that. I think, I'm trying uh, to think of like what else? Time Traveler's Wife. Time Traveler's um, Wife. That ring that that goes to my mind. Uh, James Mangold directed Kate and Leopold. That's what I thought. Which he has gone on to. You know, he did Logan, which was one of the best movies of the last ten years. Uh, I mean, I mean, like uh, Your Name, kind of, but not really historical. Right. 
Um, I'm down for it. I mean, if they made more of those kind of movies, I'd pro- I'd yeah. probably watch them or add them to my Netflix queue and not watch them like I do everything. You know else. what? That's that's a whole mood, Rob. That is a whole mood. What's what's the mood? Adding, adding to stuff to your queue? Netflix list and not watching it. <laughs> Welcome to my life, buddy. <laughs> Yes. Oh, and the, the, now that I've got all these streaming apps, now HBO Max, that list has got like 30 things on it. And I'm like, are you really ever going to get around to watching some of these? You need to, but are you going to? That is the question. Yeah, real. Damn, Rob, what you mean? You, you like the movie more than you like the music. One Day More is like, oh my God, that's a whole bop. That's a whole bop. I love it. It makes me feel like that's the song I sing on Thursday, like one day more till Friday. Like, oh, man, loved it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I dig it. I just, you know, the mo- I, I like the movies. The, I like the, the story slightly better than I like the music. Whereas like with Grease, I think the music is phenomenal, but the story is very outdated, especially in modern society. And it's fairly... Yeah. Um, it was kind of a recycled, recycled, recycled plot, even in 1978, if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. You know, it wasn't anything too. Yeah, with, with musicals, you know, there's definitely that, that divide where is what's more powerful and compelling, the story or the music? And there's a fine line where, you know, both work out evenly. Very, like, very. I, I feel like... Um, Little Shop of Horrors, the music and the story go hand in hand, and they're, pro- they're it's pretty even, and one isn't overpowering the other. Exactly. Same with Rocky Horror Picture Show. With Rocky Horror Picture Show, I, well, you know, yeah, I agree with that. I was, I was gonna first say that I think the music is, but then I thought about it, and I'm like, no, I think it's pretty even actually. No, the story, the story but, was was well, very, very good because it was a was ahead of its time. B, they basically took. Like B, like the 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 idea of like B horror movies, and then combined it with the sexual revolution of the '60s and this and the '70s and kind of the the new generation, right? Yeah. Mixed in with rock and roll, fucking Meatloaf's in the movie, who's yeah. you know famous for his "Bad Out of Hell" album. Opportunity. Right? Yes. Exactly. I mean, you know, and Susan Sarandon, it's like it, it introduced the whole world to her. So. I, and Barry Boswell. Like, uh, Tim, Tim Curry. Curry does not get enough credit for his singing. He was great. He was great as Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah. I've seen I've seen, have you ever been to the midnight the midnight showings of Rock in the in the before world when you go to the movie theater? Did you ever go to the <laughs> midnight shows? I, I've seen it uh four times, I think. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So I yeah, I've done it once, but I'd love to do it again. It was so much fun. So much yeah, fun. People sure. throwing popcorn at the screen and shit. It was fucking great. Like, Outland does one. Um, um, there's a, the Discovery of Witches is one. Um, there's a bunch of others, but hardly any. Yeah, no, we'll have I'm, to check I'm those out. Those. Sorry. Does um Cloud Atlas not count as like a historical time travel romance movie? It kind of has oh, all okay, of those yeah. in there. I haven't watched it in like a, a long time, but I feel like it has all of those those thingamajigs, <laughs> all of those categories. Yes, darling. 
I would agree. I feel like Cloud I'm weird, Atlas. and I really did like Cloud Atlas. I don't think most people did. It was fine. It was. It was. It was fine. I don't know if I would rewatch it because it was a long movie. But oh, the Wachowskis yeah. did it. That that makes sense. Um, it's one of the I def, I saw it in theater, and I think it's one of those movies that watching it in the theater, it is the story and feel is is breathtaking. The Wachowskis definitely know how to put you in a in a certain mood when it's not a Matrix movie. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Tim Curry really freaked me out as a kid from Annie. I still have, like, I still get freaked out now from it. For sure. Pennywise is freaky. For sure. All right. Well, I think we did it. I think we have talked talked about Cool Schools. Ooh, that would have been a way better title. Cool Schools. Oh, man. Hindsight's 2020. I know. By the way, you're the only other person I know that finds it acceptable to spell cool with a K. Because um, it's the right I, way, man. It's the right way. As, as somebody who has smoked their fair share of cool cigarettes, let me tell you something. So, anyways, <laughs> we're going to wrap things up. You can catch us again next week. We're going to be back. I think we know what we're doing. We've got two or three ideas. Um, I'm actually really excited about what we would be talking about potentially next week. So, because it's a very broad subject, and there's so many different films within that kind of genre, subgenre. Um, but until then, Lego, where can they find you on the YouTubes and on social media? Um, find me everywhere, Legoland 13. It's L E G A U L T, Land 13. She's got a, a badass YouTube channel, she covers uh superhero shows you just put out a legends of tomorrow season four recap is that correct that is true that is yeah and then uh it's got all kinds of content coming at you and then you can find me everywhere at rob fishbeck and on instagram at rob underscore fishbeck hit that follow button follow us we've got all kinds of cool stuff planned here on stereo and uh if anybody here are wandavision fans you can catch us later tonight backslash early in the morning talking about WandaVision after, uh, was it episode seven? Are we on tonight? Is it the seventh one? Yes, seven. I'm so, I'm so excited for tonight's show. It's going to be great show, guys. Can't wait to see you later on WandaVision. Bye. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be lit tonight. I'm so fucking excited. They're doing an hour long, so we'll be there. But uh, until then, you guys... Uh, remember to fluff your pillows. Do not flush your pillows. Stay safe. Be well. And oh, we got another message. What time are you doing one division? Because um, I really want to join. Uh, we are so- doing it after, like the hour mark after the show ends. Immediately after the show. So I'll put. Um, yeah. If you guys, so if you want to go on YouTube and search my name, Rob Fishbeck, F I S H B E C K. I'll put the uh, uh, what is it make make making like the uh, video event or whatever like uh, yeah yeah I'll make that later on this afternoon so check that out because as soon as the show's over probably about ten minutes after we're gonna immediately go live so stay tuned for that it's gonna be a lot of fun come join the chat bring your thoughts opinions and questions in and we'll talk about all of it later on yeah all right 
Uh, until then, day, we'll talk later. Yeah, have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you soon. Ciao. Later.